What's up, everybody? I am Travis. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast is brought to you by CarterComics.com. That's right, guys. CarterComics.com is a proud sponsor of this freaking show. The best place for you to go to get your comic needs uh, fulfilled. Anything from graded comics to raw comics, if you're looking to begin a collection, continue a collection, or even just complete a collection, Carter Comics will have the comic you are looking for. And if for some reason they don't, you can just reach out to them. They might be able to find it. Go to CarterComics.com. Check out their amazing selection of comics. Throw them in your cart today and get them purchased. But I know some of you are all like, oh, I don't want to buy an outright. I want to do an auction. I want to live. I want to feel the, the rush of uh, winning something. Well, they do have four different eBay accounts that are available for you to go ahead and pick through and do some bidding and hopefully taking home a win, whether it be a graded comic or a raw comic, as I mentioned earlier. But if you want to do the easy way and shop, which most of us would prefer to do, Go ahead and fill your cart at cartercomics.com and you can use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Use that checkout, you'll save 10% on your entire order of Carter Comics. And guys, uh, as uh, we roll through this week, we do have a Carter Comic Pick of the Week. It is Thor number 184, graded at a 5.5, first appearance of the Silent One. Uh, certain to be the most talked about saga of the season. You'll never forget the monstrous mystery of the world beyond or the supernatural silent one. Uh, appearing in the comic is Thor as well as Loki, Storm Giants, and Rock Trolls. It is currently available for $93.99 on CarterComics.com's website. So head on over there, fill your card up, throw it in there, put the promo code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, save yourself 10% on your entire order of Carter Comics. And yes, that's right. The more you buy, the more you save. It's just how math works. Tracks. Right? Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I say, when was, what's 10%? You, you, you spend 100 bucks, you save 10 bucks? Right. You spend 200, you save 20. It just makes sense. Right. So if somebody's like, man, how can I buy comics and save five hundred dollars? We'll just spend five thousand bucks on comics, right? Because in the end, it's only forty five hundred. Yeah, that's right. Like I'm that. sure it's the one way for husbands to fucking get, uh, you know, a night on the couch. But still, right, right. So when the wife is all like, I can't believe you spent five hundred or five thousand dollars on comics. Like, no, I spent forty five hundred. I saved five hundred bucks. Uh huh. Right. It it that works. Yeah, it, it makes works. sense, 100%. Yeah, I'm just going to let you know I'm uh, very jittery on coffee. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, you know, I have been up since uh, 3 yesterday afternoon, um, and I had to uh, I had to go and pick up uh, uh, some, uh, some, a gift from, uh, from an old friend. Uh, it's uh, booze. She works at a uh, liquor bottling plant, and uh, one Ooh. of the perks of her working there is uh, getting uh, – credits for like booze and stuff like that and she was very nice to uh, help me out with that so i had to stop over and do that and on my way home I'm like oh man you know i gotta record the show this morning so i gotta stay awake so i went over to uh cornerstone cafe out in Pearson, illinois and uh i went up to the guy and i said listen man i need something tall hot and gonna fill me with energy for hours on end and uh after he stopped making out with me <laughs> No, I'm kidding. But he's I like, like, you know, I, I, I was looking for that. I was ready right? for 
<laughs> he's like, you know what? I got you. And, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, I want to say it's called like the, uh, I think it's called like the black eye or something like that. Or basically it's a, it's a large black coffee with, uh, two shots of espresso in it. But, uh, I went, uh, I went, uh, heavy cream and sugar on it. Just, uh, you know, nice. I've never been a big espresso guy, you know? So I was like, I, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel about better. it. That's for sure. Right. Well, the thing is, like, it's, and I'm assuming all coffee shops are the same. I'm not saying that Cornerstone is unique in any way. Um, but, I mean, you actually sit there, see them, fill the little cup with it, put the little fucking, like, uh, poker thing in there, tap it, tamp it, oh, tap yeah. it, it, and then, you know, put it in there and let it fucking flow through. And it, you can see it right in front of you. So, it was really cool to see them do it. Um I guess if I had to make a preference, I would prefer, like, one of their more, like, uh, uh, themed, um, uh, drinks. But the guy gave me exactly what I asked for because here I am, fucking, uh, what, 17 hours later, wide awake. No. Yeah, 17 hours later. I don't know, fucking, it was 3 p.m. Uh, yesterday. Uh, it's been a long time. I've been up for a while. And I still gotta be up. Uh, I gotta get my hair cut later on this afternoon. Oof. That's a long day. Yeah, but, uh, it's okay, because after this, I can sit down and enjoy some, uh, some audio reading. Ooh, yeah. You know what would be a great place to, uh, to enjoy some audio reading would be at audible.com. Ooh, true that. Yeah, and, uh, listeners, if you wanted to try Audible for yourself, you can go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet, and you get a free 30-day trial and a credit towards your first audiobook purchase. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet, get yourself a free trial, get yourself a free audiobook, and uh, you too can settle in for a nice uh, evening, day, morning, whatever of uh, of light reading. That's very true, Joe. Uh, I've heard, uh, can't, can't really confirm it because I haven't done it yet, but apparently you can listen to an audiobook at any day, uh, any time of day. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I tell you what, I have done it, and it is possible. It's great. Nice, nice. Now I have, I, I have, have, I've listened to podcasts uh, on my way into work in the mornings and afternoons, on my way home from the mornings and afternoons. Uh, even some podcasts help me go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, so I know that's possible. So I was like, well, shit, if I could do that with stories, then why the hell not? Right. Well, and here's the <laughs> fun thing about Audible is that they have recently added podcasts. Um, I, I believe they're Audible original podcasts. It's not like something you can go sign up for, to my knowledge. But uh, yeah, so you, if you want to listen to podcasts on Audible, you can do that. It's it's a, an extra perk of being part of the program. Nice. No, I honestly believe, and I don't know if we should be. I don't know if I should be saying this uh, on the podcast, but I'm going to anyways because how could it hurt? Um, I believe the Audible should be included in the Amazon Prime. It should be. I don't believe it is, right. but it should be. Yeah, it's not. It's a hundred percent not, but I believe it should be with the cost of what Amazon Prime is. Especially now that it's gone up. Are you kidding? Yeah. I, I think that they should, you know, incorporate uh, you know, Audible into that as an additional feature. I mean, go ahead and charge them for the purchase of the books and stuff, but I mean still, you know, it should be it should be part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Anyhow, uh, we are in March, uh, Women History Month, the herstory of the year, if you will. Um, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about, uh, some female actors, um, 
you know, kind of like how we did with Black History Month. We're talking about like some, uh, some, uh, black, uh, uh, historical figures, uh, making movies of them. I want to kind of talk about recasting some, uh, action movies, uh, that are normally portrayed by men, uh, for, uh, female actors, uh, actresses. All right. All right. <clears throat> We're going to talk about that, but the first thing I want to talk about is pie. Because I mentioned yeah, tell me you, about this. I want to tell you about this. Because uh, I mentioned to you earlier this week, like remind me of Facebook and Pi, uh, yeah. not 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 in relation to each other, two separate things. Gotcha. But I was at work and uh, we were talking about Pi for some reason. I can't remember why. And uh, I know it had to do with the crust. Gotcha. Uh, I'm not a big fan of pie crust. I think we we're talking about chicken pot pie or something like that. But um, not a big fan of crust. Uh, I'm more of a um, uh, pumpkin pie kind of guy where it's like, you know, finally got the little crust at the bottom, but you know, it's that top layer crust. I'm just not a big fan of, uh, the, the little crimped edges. I never eat those. No matter what the pie is, never fucking really? eat them. I can't do it. It's just not, it's not, it's, it's not tasty to me. The only time I've ever done huh. it is if like, uh, somebody I'm in a relationship in, if they're like relatives made like a pie, um, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll eat this, you know, and I would just kind of mash it into like the other shit, so there was some flavoring to it. But all it is is just fucking is crust. It's the same thing with pizza. I'm not a big fan of pizza crust. That's why I order thin crust pizzas and shit. Or I just eat the middles. Fascinating. I yeah. I love crust. Crust is my favorite part of the pizza. It's one of my favorite parts of the pie. Yeah, but why though? Amazing. I mean, there's, there's I just, just no really flavor like to. It. I oh, love the texture of it. I. I think it does have a nice flavor. It's uh, especially on pizza. It can usually have a good yeasty flavor, um, like a like a beer or, or nice baked bread. Um, it can also be terrible. I, there, I've had yeah. bad pizza crust. Um, but yeah, I, that's actually it's one of the things that like if I if I go to a place I've never been before, it's one of the things that I taste, and I'm like, okay, I'll come back here again. Or that crust was awful. This other place has almost the exact same pizza, but with better better crust. Mm-hmm. No, so, I will say sometimes that sometimes you get like uh uh crust toppings now they'll yeah. do where they'll like butter it and then put garlic powder on it or whatever. No, I'm fine with that. I'm fine like a like a Pizza Hut kind of like uh, they got like the crust uh seasoning and stuff. I I can live with that because it's almost like you're getting like a garlic stick. Yeah. Um exactly. Or like when Pizza Hut does like the uh, garlic knot crust or whatever the fuck you want to call right, it. Right. Um I also I, just love I get past with that. I'm just I'm a, I'm a bread guy. But what do you mean by plain breadsticks? Like when you you order like a uh, an order of breadsticks on the side with your uh, with your pizza, and it's just okay. all they've done is they've rolled out the pizza dough, and instead of putting top it, toppings on it, they just bake it. Gotcha. Cut it into sticks. Gotcha. That explains a lot about you now. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I I like I mean you mean like endless breadsticks at fucking uh, Olive Garden? Yeah, I love those. Okay, gotcha. Uh, okay, I, I, I'll go with you on that. That's fine. But uh, focusing on the crust here for a minute. Not yeah, a big yeah, fan sorry. of it. Yeah, no, yeah. you're fine. No, 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 it's fine. This, this is how we fill an hour of conversation of it's stuff true. we don't know what we're going to talk about. This is where we live. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, we're talking about, I think we're talking about uh, chicken pot pies and shit like that. We started getting on the idea of, like, regular pies. Like, who's pie, like, who has favorite pies and stuff like that and Obviously, like I mentioned in mine, like mine are like the non-crust top pies. Uh, key lime pie, uh, banana cream pie, pumpkin pie, uh, uh, was a Dutch apple pie. Like it has like the top crumble instead of the actual like 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. on top. Um, but we were talking about like fruits that really don't get recognition for like pies, like yeah. pear, Ooh. pineapple, stuff like that. Um, I mean, obviously there's like the pineapple upside down cake. Um, yeah, but, but in a pie, I mean, could be in really a pie. It's, yeah, I mean, you you can look it up and you can Google it. The, the, the recipes are there to make a, a pear pie, to make a pineapple pie and shit like that. But right. um, they're never really recognized as, like, legit pies. I mean, you got apple and cherry and blueberry, peach, you know. But, I mean, like, sure. I mean, when was the last time you ever seen anyone say, like, oh, hey, I'm bringing a cantaloupe pie you. to, you know, to dinner, right? Just- so. So my question to you, Joe, is uh, where where do you draw the line on what fruits are for pies and what fruits are not for pies? I think, um, and my my most immediate thought is, uh, I I guess I would think if it if it doesn't break down into a jelly when you cook it. It probably doesn't make a good pie. Now, that being said, your mom made pineapple jelly one time, mm-hmm. and it was – its I still have a little bit in my fridge. I don't want to finish it because it's one of my most favorite jellies I've ever had. Mm-hmm. It's and almost so, like a – it's almost kind of like the uh, the orange marmalade. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and I, I actually think I'd like it. Like if you did like a, um, a chocolate crust with okay. an orange marmalade filling – and then, yeah. like some kind of meringue top, I would really like that. I think it'd be right. delicious, right? And I and I and I was sort of thinking too, like, I mean, if there was to be an apple pie, because I obviously like I said I googled some of the, like, like I'd never heard of a pineapple pie, right? So if I if I search pineapple pie, like you get like like regular pie crust, uh, pineapple, blah blah, but I would see it more of like a meringue, like yeah. Like a, like a lemon meringue pie, a key lime, not maybe a key lime, but like a lemon meringue pie, a, a banana cream pie, mm-hmm. like that. So you get like the shredded pieces of a pineapple, not like, you know, like the slices and stuff like that. I looked up a pear pie, and which existed, but it looked like it was kind of like sliced thin, like apples would. Right. Just, yeah, that's how you'd right have to do the, it, I would think. Yeah. But I mean, like, there, I mean, there has to be, there has to be a reason why certain fruits are considered pie worthy to where like others aren't i mean there's common sense ones watermelon no way it's gonna be a fucking pie right yeah it doesn't, no you, there's no yeah there's no substance to the fruit no no most but, melons i think a, a honeydew pie would be terrible see but why though like why i mean is it, is it just in our minds that's going to be bad or is it just the honeydew concept just like that flavor when it comes to pie i don't think i don't i actually don't think i have a problem with the flavor uh, as a pie, I think it could be a really delicate and delicious. Like if you if you like flavored your um, whipped cream with like a honeydew yeah. flavor or something, I, I think mm-hmm. it could be really good. But uh, yeah, I just think the the texture of the fruit as it cooks would yeah. just be disgusting. I I okay. just I can't like I mean I, I I'm sure you've had a honeydew that's been sitting out at a picnic all day in the summer, and that fruit gets nasty when it's hot. Oh, yeah. uh, just the idea of, of making it even hotter because you're baking it in your oven or whatever. Ugh. Well, let me ask you about that then. Have you ever had a ham with pineapple baked on top of it? I have, and I hate it. Okay. So, but ham could, or, but pineapple could be considered one of those 
so I guess you have to look at like what fruits what fruits taste good warmed up. Right. And like I mean through through years of, you know, parents buying fruit and making shit, you know blueberries it goes in oatmeal, it's warm, it's fucking right. good, you're okay with that. Uh peach cobblers, uh cherry crisps, apple crisps, you know, uh cherry cobblers, apple cobblers, all that shit's like you can warm them up. Uh, fucking like, I don't know if you ever had like warm applesauce, like, you know, it's like heated up cinnamon applesauce. Oh yeah, it's so good. Right? So, I mean like, like there has to be something that says, yeah. do it with these, not this, you know? I wonder if it's just, if it's like a cultural thing. Like if you're, if there's a culture that has traditionally done mm-hmm. pies, then, then what fruits come from that area? And I feel like, I feel like it's a very English, very German, you know, uh, it's, it's sort of an Eastern Europe thing. And yeah. so I feel like if there's, if the fruit's not from Eastern Europe, it probably isn't going to make a good pie. Yeah. Um, but then, well, then the, the exception to that is lemons and limes, right? Which are from like, I think Northern Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, Although it's, I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't just have a lemon pie. I would have lemon meringue or key lime, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, and no, I it'd just be way too fucking bitter. It'd be unpleasant, yeah. right? Right. Which really like, makes it more of a cream pie, which yeah, you know, like strawberry cream pie. Like, have you ever had a strawberry pie? Oh, I have. It's so good. Okay, now how is that made? Is that is that like chunks of like strawberry inside a crust? Yeah, it's like cooked down. Uh, yeah, it's it's like cooked into a jelly or a jam almost, and then gotcha. uh, yeah, poured into the crust. What about rhubarb. Oh, I love a rhubarb pie and a strawberry rhubarb. Right. I, see, it, it, that's the thing. Like, and this, and this is a conversation. Like, and the, here's the weird thing too. It's like the moment this conversation came up at work, I'm just like, okay, I'm done talking about this because I'm going to talk about it on my show now. So we didn't even get to this part of the conversation. This is all new. As right. far as we got was, you ever hear of a pineapple pie? Someone's like, no. I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk about it on my show. We're good. I'm walking away. Um, so I don't, I, I just, I wish I understood the concept of where like that line yeah, was. I don't, I don't know where the line is. Cause like right. you go to like Utah or whatever, they got pickle pies, mm-hmm. coconut cream pie. There's another one. Yeah. That's a great example of a, of a non uh, coconuts aren't from Europe. No, it's, it's, that's the thing. Like, like where, where are these ideas coming from? Like, like who, who said like, okay, I'm going to make an apple pie. I'm going to make a cherry pie. Every berry, I guess, works. You know, blueberry, blackberry, fucking uh, raspberries, you know, all that shit. I don't know. Have you ever had a raspberry pie? Yeah, that, that, that. it's wonderful. Okay. That's what exists. So, orange, I think. I, I guess there's orange cream pies. Yeah, I've never really had one, but I, I can I can imagine it really easily because it's just like right. another citrus fruit. Exactly. I've had I mean, like, like a, a grapefruit cream pie. Grapefruit. Okay. Yeah, delicious. It's really good. So it's established that citrus has to be in like a cream pie. I think so. Like that that's where like I think like the the, the agreement is when it comes to the citrus fruits. Lemons, limes, grapefruits, oranges, cream pie. One hundred percent. Uh you got apple pies, uh cherry pies, blueberries, I mean all that's crusted pies. Like there's no cherry cream pie. Right. I guess there could be, but that's not There could be, but it's just it's just not done. Yeah. 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 So really, so I mean, like, so melons, melons and pineapple are the are the big ones. I would think so. I think that that you wouldn't really want. Yeah. 
But pineapple would have to fall in the cream pie. Right, yeah. You'd have to treat it like citrus, I think. Right. At least for me. I don't know. There's probably someone out there who likes hot pineapple enough that they'd be like, yeah, just pour that right in the crust and let me eat it. <laughs> if we ever get to a point where we get big enough to have our own, like, freaking kitchen. Our own mythical kitchen. <laughs> our own mythical kitchen. This freaking kitchen. Um, We're going to have them make fucking, like, completely, you know, like, out of the world fruit pies. Um, I love gonna, it. I mean, we're gonna try that sounds yeah. so great. Because I want to find the guy who could make me a watermelon pie. Right? <laughs> just well, like, to see what... I think, so here's actually, um, have you ever heard of a water pie? Heard of it, but I could not describe what it is. Yeah, so uh, during the Great Depression, um, people were just trying to figure out ways to have any enjoyment out of life. Yeah. And uh, they figured out a way to make a, a pie whose primary, like the primary filling ingredient is water. Um, and it's very similar to like a sugar cream pie or something like that. But instead of cream, it's water. So it's sort of a, a gelatinous, sugary water filling on top of just a, a short a shortbread a sugar crust. Okay. Um, and so I, I imagine you could juice a watermelon and replace the water in that pie with watermelon juice. And it would probably be pretty good. Yeah, but see, that's the thing, though. I don't want a watermelon-flavored pie. I want a watermelon pie. Yeah. Oh, you want oh, yeah. the actual, like, I, I want I, the yeah. fruit flesh in there. I want to be able to eat a pie and spit seeds out. Gotcha. And that's where I'm at. And I think in order to do that, it has to be relative to, like... Yeah. Now, I have seen recipes for um, uh, pickling the watermelon rind. Okay. Which also I don't think is what you're asking for, but like no. that's the only part of the watermelon that I could imagine surviving yeah. the the cooking process. Well, if you if you throw a watermelon into a blender, it's not going to become just pure juice. There's going to be remnants yeah, of be watermelon in there. Yeah. So you got to go. I guess you got to go the cream pie uh, course on that then. Right. Probably add some some pectin or something as a thicker. Yeah. 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 We're gonna. You're something. We're gonna yeah, have a series. Yeah, we're gonna have a series of melon pies. Like it's it's going to it's going to happen, and not all of them are gonna be pleasant. No, there's some are gonna be terrible. And realistically, honestly, if we gotta go down the course of gross fucking fruit pies, you have to throw huh? tomato in there. Yeah, I mean, have to. I think I could make a good tomato pie. Yeah, but God, no, no one can make a good tomato pie. It's fucking. I mean, tomato. what's what's a what's a what's a Chicago deep dish pizza if not a tomato pie? Oh God, true. true. Do you uh, do you top it with cheese instead of pie crust? I don't know, maybe. God, mm. pizza pie. I guess it's a question. Do you want it? Do you want it like a savory pie, or were you strictly thinking dessert pies? We can make a legit pizza pie. Yeah. Just a pie, but the filling is cheese sh- uh, pizza shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a mesh of cheese, sauce, and fucking sausage inside the yeah. pie crust. Absolutely. That's where we're at now. This is this is our world. I love it. I'm in. Um, so, um, same day we were talking about pies at work. This one girl came up to me. Not she didn't come up to me. We we're sitting at lunch and we we're talking. Uh, awesome girl, by the way. Pretty cool. Uh, we we're talking about podcasts, and uh, she was talking about how like she liked to listen to more podcasts. But the problem is, she just doesn't really want to go around looking at different platforms and stuff to listen to them and everything. And I guess I can understand that. Uh, but she gave me an idea that I want to steal, and I want to get a hold of Facebook and have them get a podcast like 
section, like on their Facebook, like kind of like how they have like marketplace. And uh, I guess she equipped. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they don't have this already. But go on, sorry. Yeah, like she just says, like he's like, you know, because she asked me like if I knew uh, that Instagram had like that reels button. Um, I said yes, but I don't. I don't use Instagram a lot. Even though we have an Instagram, we hardly ever use it. Which we just got to change that. Yeah, we got we got fucking change that. But I mean, like they got so many different like buttons and stuff to get to certain things. It's surprising how like podcasts haven't gotten there yet. Um, so I think. Uh, this freaking show has to take the reins here and get a hold of Facebook and say, hey, listen, get a podcast section of Facebook where you can click on it, you can search a podcast name or something like that, and boom, there it is, and you can play it right from fucking Facebook. Because videos are playing all the time on Facebook. You know, right. they just autoplay as you scroll through on your fucking phone. So obviously you can have audio being played through Facebook, so why not just say, hey, welcome to Facebook Podcast or Facecast or Podbook or whatever the hell you want to call it. Just a button. There's a button on the top of the fucking uh, main menu there. Right. Right. I think what? Yeah. Right. So I don't know how you reach Facebook, but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm reasonably certain that now that you've just thought of this idea, uh, even without putting it out into the world, um, it just exists. There, someone is working on it. Probably. Yeah, They're spying on us all the time, so they probably already have it, and they they've just been subliminally uh, subliminally telling you about it all this time. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm gonna scroll through my uh, my newsfeed later, and it's gonna say like one podcast on Facebook. I'm like, you motherfuckers! Oh, you got me! Right? All right. Gosh. You know how the world works, so you just fucking... Here's the thing, too. It's like, I remember talking on the phone with my dad, and he was asking me about uh, this tool uh, he wants to use. Uh, it's like a suction cup tool to uh, shift the uh, wood planks uh, on uh, his flooring. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went on Amazon, and I searched it, found one, ordered it, sent it to his house and everything, and I shit you not, within 10 minutes, I went on my Facebook page, and boom, right there, they're showing the exact same fucking thing I just bought. Yep, and it's like I already, I already it. bought it. I don't need another one. Yeah, absolutely wow. hate the fact that that's a fucking thing. Yeah, like I was, uh, I was googling uh, something the other day about the uh, the Russian Ukraine war, and uh, fucking pops up fucking uh, Putin fucking articles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I get that you know you're all working together and whatever the fuck you guys are doing, but quit sending me shit on something I was just looking for answers. Like White Sox, like, I mean, MLB just, uh, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but they, you know, the agreement came through. So we're going to have a baseball season this year. Thank God. Um, but now my news feed's full of fucking baseball just because I looked up, you know, MLB uh, lockout. But now right. I'm getting fucking advertisements for buying season tickets and shit. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't want to buy tickets. That's why I'm going to start to watch it on TV. Right. Hey, what? Uh, can you tell me about this lockout? I don't know anything about it. I've seen people talk about it, and I just I, – I have no idea what anything about it. Uh, you know anything about unions? Uh, yeah. How, how they Maybe. have strikes and contracts and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the best way I can describe it in the simplest form is uh, unions and the companies that union workers work for, they have an agreement whenever the contract expires. Right. Um, if they don't come to an agreement, the union can strike. Right. On the other hand – the company could lock them out. 
So it's basically a strike created by the owner, MLB. So instead of the baseball players going on strike, MLB locked them out until they came to an agreement on uh, the upcoming year and shit, as far as, like, pay and, like, shit like that. So what were were they locked out of, like, the ballpark or – uh, just having games. Uh, they they couldn't uh they couldn't do uh, any free agent signings. Uh, oh. they could they could do they could do signings and trades if it relates to like the minor leagues. But as far as major league baseball, uh, you couldn't do any free agent signings. Which it's weird because the I don't know when the official start of the season is going to be. I know it's going to be sometime in April. But there's a lot of like top name ball players still in the free agency market that need to be signed. Um, but they couldn't do any of that during the lockout. They couldn't do any trades during the lockout. Spring training couldn't start because of the lockout because spring training oh. should have started last week. Right. Uh, okay. so they couldn't do that. And as long as they kept going, they would kept knocking dates and stuff off of like the regular season. Uh, right. there was a lockout, uh, in the nineties. I want to say it was like 96 or something like that where they lost the majority of the season. There was no World Series. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what uh, I don't understand. I was, I was just like, I don't. I don't understand what they're being locked out of, but now I got yeah. it. I yeah, not, they, they weren't locked out of a physical place. They were just locked out from doing anything baseball-related. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the, I guess in a sense, yeah, they couldn't go to the ballparks. They couldn't go to the locker rooms. They couldn't do anything baseball-related. I mean, shit, they weren't even – they're not even supposed to be talking to other, like, uh, teams, or whatever. teams and stuff about signing them and shit. So – now it's gonna be a mad dash to kind of get all these people signed and traded and everything finalized before the season starts. Right. So those gonna be pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm just glad because from all the articles I read, they're gonna do the 162 game season. So I'm happy. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> Good deal. Well, thanks. Thanks for explaining that to me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, well, it, you know, I I work I work at a I work at a refinery. It's actually going through negotiations right now, and that's exactly what they're doing right now, trying to find an agreement between each other to avoid strikes and lockouts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, it's weird because a lot of them believe because of the war going on uh, out east that it may kind of like settle and get agreements going because of the skyrocketing gas prices and shit that they want to keep the workers in place. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's 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 a very goofy situation, and it's weird because like I don't watch a whole lot of news. I only watch bits and pieces, and just from what I hear. Uh, but it just blew my mind because at first I thought like, how the fuck is this war between Ukraine and Russia really going to affect me? Like in my mind, as right. long as U.S. takes out of it, we should be okay. Um, yeah. Not true though. Uh, obviously. Uh, I, I don't know how uh, how gas prices been by you, but uh, oh, they're, they suck. they're ridiculous, <laughs> right? I um I put three quarters of a tank of gas in my car and it was seventy five dollars. So uh, yeah, well that was my whole my whole gas tank was seventy five bucks yesterday, but I don't drive a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's not very supposed to cost me seventy five bucks to drive. <laughs> no, dude, seventy five dollars was like my like oh my god, fucking. It was it was unpleasant. It was I'm just yeah. saying, like I'm like why is this still fucking going? Like stop, stop. Yeah, well, and that's with and that's with uh, I, I decided to join the Shell Rewards program because um, mm-hmm. I I got an email from AAA saying hey you know if you sign up now you'll get thirty cents a gallon off and I was like sweet sign me up and of course it was only five cents by the time I got to the pump for whatever reason but even with five cents a gallon off it was still I think it was like seventy three 
I don't know, 98 or something for, for 15 gallons of gas. Gotcha. Wild. Yeah. Do you, um, do you have KC gas stations out by you? Uh, no. Mm. If no, you did, I'd like Shell and Marathon and. Gotcha. I was going to say, if you had Casey's out by you, they're actually pretty incredibly to be a part of because when you accumulate points and everything, you can actually adjust how many, how much cents you want off a gallon based on how many points you're willing to spend. Oh, that's awesome. So it's like, you're like, you know what? I think I only want 10 cents off today. So you could, you know, do so many points, you get 10 cents off, or you just want to be like, you know, fuck it. I want 50 cents off. You get 50 cents off up to 20 gallons. Man, that would have um, been great so this week. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was actually pretty cool. I got my uh I think I got gas for uh I think it was three thirty nine. Uh I lucked out one uh wow. actually it was this morning. I got it for three thirty nine. I kept thinking like I can't believe that's the cheapest. Um before I was three thirty nine is what I paid two weeks ago before I drove down to Fowler. Yeah. Well Piatone has uh four gas is it four? One, two, four gas stations. Three of them were three fifty nine. One of them was three thirty nine. Damn. So yeah, so I was able to get it. Uh, yeah, actually, it was yesterday afternoon. I got it for three thirty nine. I was like, this is bullshit. Still seventy five fucking dollars. I saw a TikTok yeah. of a truck driver uh, spent one thousand seventy five dollars filling his fucking uh, diesel oh, tank. Holy. Yeah, and he was talking about how, like, you know, like, at the, at the weight rate gas, because he, uh, he was hauling, like, the refrigeration, like, milk and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was making a point that, you know, due to the cost of travel, don't be surprised if the cost of milk goes up and shit. Right, yeah. Um, it's, God, it, it's, well. it's a mess of situation. Well, what's, what's, what's really crazy about it is, like, uh, if you actually look at the data, the fact that we're not getting oil from Russia anymore Mm-hmm. has no effect on our oil prices here because the the oil and gas companies are still making record profits. They could just not take record profits and lower gas prices and still make hundreds of billions of dollars this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was They're just a, using there was, it as an excuse to to raise the prices. It's messed up. Somebody was uh, somebody was talking and I don't know if I ever mentioned where I worked but I uh, hope I didn't because I don't want it to to get back yeah. or whatever. I don't care. Somebody was talking about how uh, a certain uh, company got $550 billion in relief due to COVID. Yeah. And now not one worker ever received any money from that. <laughs> so they're not quite sure where the fucking money went, but I'm like, mm-hmm. if that's fucking true, and I don't know if it's true or not, I haven't looked uh, into it, but if it's true, that's fucking insane. But yeah. um, I... The, the thing that worries me the most is like usually this is the time where gas is the cheapest, so I can't. Yeah, imagine what summer's I'm gonna look so, like. Yeah, summer's gonna suck. Yeah. <sighs> you know, thank goodness I don't go anywhere. Right. Thank God for Carter Comics, who's gonna fucking uh, supply us with gas when we right. go to Indiana for a fucking uh, cemetery. No kidding. <clears throat> Oh, man. Speaking of sponsorships, guys, make sure you go to ballwash.com to get all your hygiene cleaning needs. I mean, after your gun game butt-fucked at the gas pump, obviously you don't want to clean your hole. So uh, why don't you go ahead and grab some of that body wash and shit to uh, get a little scrubbing so you feel a little bit cleaner and not so fucking used. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well plugged. Mm-hmm. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> I actually used the, I actually used the uh, shampoo and conditioner today because normally I kind of use more of uh, the head and shoulder stuff, especially mm. when I'm like... 
<clears throat> especially when uh, I, I go into work and stuff, just because like you know I love the scent of the uh, of the ball wash uh, shampoo that I got. So mm. I so I use uh, I use Head and Shoulders, you know, for like okay, I'm going to work. I don't need to smell, you know, great like a night out of town kind of smell. I just need like a generic fucking shower wash. But like I, this is my first full weekend off uh, all year, for you know since since the beginning of the year. Yeah, uh, it's like, I'm, I know I'm going to go out. I know I'm going to enjoy this weekend. I'm going to go to Steam Hollow Brewing tomorrow for the St. Patrick's Day celebration. So I'm excited for that. So. Um, I try to save and utilize my uh, my ball wash uh, shampoo and conditioner for special occasions like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm smelling great. It smells amazing. I use the ball wash uh, body wash and everything to clean the body. And there's a lot of body to clean here. So I am I am ball washed up from head to toe, from hole to pole. Um, and I just haven't I haven't felt fresher than I have. Uh, in weeks, and that's because I just got off a seven uh, seven day stretch of work. Nice, not nice, but nice. Nice oh, to yeah. feel fresh. It is, and guys, you can buy all these amazing products at Ball Wash. Just like the Ball Guard, I can't mention enough how much I love the Ball Guard product. Goes like goes on like a lotion. It dries as a powder. It helps with chafing. It's an absolute must have for anyone who works out in hot days. Or in hot environments, you just want to avoid the chafing that you would get. <clears throat> get it all at ballwash.com. Fill up your cart with all their amazing products. Use the promo code FREAKNET. You'll save 15% on your entire order of ballwash.com. Do it now. You won't be disappointed. Again, ballwash.com. Promo code is FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Go today. Save some money. And uh, I was flailing my arms so much, I put myself over my 5,000 step limit for the, for the day. Nice. Yeah, look at that. Look at, even though I only I had 4,900 fucking by 5 this morning, but whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Joe, let's try, playing, uh, let's try playing a game here. Yeah, let's do I'm it. I'm not sure how well this is going to be because it's not really planned out. But uh, I got the top 20 Hollywood actresses uh top 20 hollywood actresses uh i don't know of when what year i don't know this is kind of just thrown together but i want to show women the respect and appreciation that they deserve even though i was fucking just staring at these women like they're eye candy for some weird reason but i'm I'm young i'm fucking uh single sue me (laughs) Uh, but um I don't know who half these women are. I wish I did. You know, I, I probably don't either. What uh, what website are you on? PickyTop dot com. Picky top. Yeah. Oh, oh never mind. We'll, we'll get to the top ten. I think. Okay, top ten kind of definitely gives you more uh, people. So what I want to do is I'm going to give you a name of one of these actresses in their top twenty. Okay. And uh, I want you to think of an action movie that the lead role is a guy. You know, whatever action movie you want to go with. I, will I try. want you I want you to sub this girl in for that lead role. All right. Okay. And I know some of these you may not know. I'm gonna read the description of them if you want to Google them and everything to maybe help you remember. But uh we're we'll try to get through all twenty uh what time? Oh yeah, we got time. Uh yeah, we have a yeah, we got time. Okay. Uh eh, go through yeah, we'll do top ten. Fuck it. We'll just do sure. that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is uh, Natalie Portman. 
Uh, American actress, producer, director, born in Israel. Many consider Natalie Portman intriguing because the Israel Hollywood actress successfully pulled out a film like V for Vendetta and romantic films like No String Attached. So think of an action movie. Where can she fit in? What kind of role? What were you thinking? It could be anyone. Uh, There's no right or wrong answers here. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, the uh, the obvious uh, low hanging fruit would be because she's already going to be in it. The uh, the upcoming Thor movie. I think she'd make a great Thor. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm I'm half kidding and I'm half serious. I I really love Natalie Portman. I think she's a great actress. Um, like I liked her in the Thor movies. I thought she was great in V for Vendetta. Um, I'm trying to think of action movies. This is part of why I'm vamping a little. Um, it, it might be fun to see her in any role that like Jason Van Dame, Van Damme had done. So I went to high school with a kid named Jason Van Dame. This is where that slipped out. But, uh, Wait, not Jason. God damn it. John Claude. I'm tired too. John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Outstanding. Well done. <laughs> well, I got um I got one that's pretty obvious, but I had an original idea before this one. So I'm gonna give yeah. you both. Okay. Do you ever see the movie The Professional? I have not. Okay. So, there was a movie, it was called Professional, it was also called Leon the Professional, uh, when it was released, I think, in Italy. And, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, uh, Gene Reno. Okay. You know who that is? No. Okay. Do you remember the movie Couples Retreat? Nope. What the fuck are you doing with your life, Joe? <laughs> Not watching movies. Alright, anyway, like so, so Gene Reno was Leon in the movie The Professional. It came out in the 90s. He was a contract killer. Natalie Portman was a was an a teen was a child actor when in that movie. Yep. Uh her family gets killed and uh Leon kind of takes her in because she's by herself. Um something happens at the end. I'm not going to spoil it because I recommend you watch this movie. This I think you would like this movie. Gary Oldman is in this movie. I, Gary um, Oldman's a great actor. He's great yep. in every movie I've ever seen him yep. in. He plays a dirty cop. It's fucking amazing. Um, I do remember there was a, there was one episode of this show that we did where I talked about this movie because there's a scene where Gary Oldman yells to everyone and it's my favorite Gary Oldman scene in any movie he was ever in. Nice. I recommend watching this movie. Anyways, I think a great movie would be creating a sequel to where Natalie Portman is an adult taking over the contract. I think that's fantastic. I just want a little (laughs) synopsis, little little blurb and yep. uh, she was his apprentice in the in the original, right? Exactly. Yep. My alternative, my original one for the remake of a movie, I would go with Taken. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> right. Um I love Taken. I love the trilogy. The third one wasn't as great as the other two because well, people keep getting taken. Whatever. Um right. I think Natalie Portman would have been a great mother going after her daughter being, you know, abducted in, you know, whatever you want to go to. Um, so I think that'd be a great choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, we got Margot Robbie. Obviously, you know, we see her in fucking, uh, you know, uh, Suicide Squad and shit like that. So we know she's an act, she could do action movies. Right. But give me a remake of one that she's not in. 
Right. Uh, preferably, I assume with a with a male lead. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're 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 re recasting male for females. Yes. Um. Gosh, so many interesting choices. Um, how about, ooh, ah, no, I couldn't do that to, hmm, I don't know, what's, what's your, what do you got? I'll, I'm going to keep looking real quick okay. while I think about it. So, um, this is solely based on how she perceives herself as Harley Quinn, kind of like the crazy, not Harley Quinn itself. But she kind of dive into like that crazy kind of character. Yeah. Um, if I could find a uh, a female black actress to team her up with, Lethal Weapon. Nice. Right. Um, I'm not sure. Like maybe a Tiffany Haddish would be fucking cool. Um, but like you know, she she takes over Mel Gibson's role as like that you know screwy fucking cop who's kind of on the edge. Uh, yeah, Lethal Weapon was uh was my like that's what popped into my head. Nice. I think you could put her in um, uh, Boondock Saints. Oh damn! Um, put her in with. Uh, let me let me find. Let me look at the other actresses on this list real fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, her and Charlize Theron. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and I. I mean, I. I uh, you ever seen Old Guard on Netflix? No. Nah. With a, uh, I believe it was with Charlize Theron. It's incredible. What a great movie, and um, uh, based off of a comic book, of course. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really good, and, and she is fantastic in that movie. So, yeah, put put the two of them together in Boondock Saints. Okay. Have, uh, I've never seen have Bo- Meryl Streep played her dad. I mean, mom. <laughs> never, <laughs> never seen Boondock Saints. Oh, it's good. It's a good movie. Uh, maybe. I might, I might have to. I might have to throw it into the. Uh, the old, uh, I would have to find where it's streaming, maybe because it's, uh, it's St. Patrick's Day season. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't pay for it. I'd, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Another good action actress. Right. Already. Um, uh, let me look real quick here. I just want to yeah. see who else is on this list. Here, I got one. No. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I want to go Western on this one. Nice. And I think if I had to pick, uh, I would go with like a, uh, like a good, the bad and the ugly kind of thing. Nice. With her, uh, actually I wouldn't mind seeing like, so she would be the Clint Eastwood, the good. Um, If I was to go uh, as far as like the bad, maybe like an Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then right. for the ugly, I would want to go with uh, Melissa McCartney. Ooh, nice. just because because the ugly guy not, not because he was ugly. It's just because he was like he was more the comedic relief in it. Gotcha. But uh, for some reason, like when I look at her, I think like this is somebody who could be like a like like a female western kind of cowboy era like actress. Like you know, see her in like uh, the. Um, the fucking uh, the chaps, the hat, you know, the button-up mm-hmm. shirt, the vest, you know, quick-drawn revolvers and stuff like that. Um, I could say Unforgiven, but I don't think she's old enough to portray that. 
Um, right. That could be like maybe at Uma Thurman, but nah, this is, uh, I think she would be a great, like, uh, blondie is what, uh, Clint Eastwood's called in Good, Bad, the Ugly, but that's what, uh, that's what I would go with. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost in the exact same headspace with you. I, uh, I would put her in, um, the El Mariachi franchise. Ooh. Like Desperado, El Mariachi. I, I, yeah. I, she's not, she's not as like, um, uh, hard boiled as, uh, what's his face? Whose name I suddenly can't remember, but <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. The guy yes, who plays those yeah. roles. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, but at I, least you could do it. I think, I think you're right. You, you put her in some leather chaps and, and have her, mm-hmm. uh, just looking badass and, and, yeah. you know, playing music and, and shooting people. I think she'd could be, I think she'd be good at it. Fuck yeah. 100%. Uh, we're gonna pass on Charlie's throne since you already used her. Yep, perfect. Except her, uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I had trouble Stone. imagining Emma Stone in, in an action role. Right. That's you know I'm on the same boat with you. It's difficult, but that's what's gonna make it fun. Yeah. Just to see, just to see where your mind's at with this one. Yeah. Do you have Do you have one? No, but I'll think of one in a minute. <laughs> um. I mean, like, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like. Movie she was in that could be relatable. Like, and I'm for some reason. Well, let me see what, what the description of this says about her. Uh, Emma Stone's American actress who currently lives in Los Angeles. 2012 superhero film The Amazing Spider-Man. Stone has gained wider recognition in 2014. She was nominated for Best uh, Supporting Actress. 2016 earned an Academy Award, uh, Golden Globe. Uh, rare breed in Hollywood mainstream. She's talented in comedy and drama. She's smart, witty, likable, and fashion loving. Her recent, uh, Netflix series, Maniac, and American film, La La Land, proves she is among the best Hollywood actresses to handle complicated roles well. Hollywood actress can wonderful in dance. She seems to have a different uh, understanding of her personality. Along with that, she's one of very few top actresses in Hollywood that can play various roles. Forbes mm-hmm. 2015, actress, blah, blah, blah. Two years later, magazine ranked her, blah, blah, blah. Um, so not really much help as far as... Uh, right. I mean, I, okay, so she was in the Amazing Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Uh, I think you could put her... Uh, uh, Steven Seagal is one of those actors who uh, I think almost anybody could do many of his roles um, because he, he just plays himself a lot of the time, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I've got a list of, of action movies here that I've been scrolling through trying to figure out, oh, who would fit in this spot. I think she could be in Under Siege. That's the uh, summary one, right? Or the, like the yeah. battleship or whatever? Okay. Yeah, you dress her as like an admiral or whatever. I think she could do it. Gotcha. Okay. I guess, I guess, there's I guess, enough I guess, drama in that role. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. God, I don't know if I could think of one. I'm going to keep thinking. We'll come back to it. If I come up with one, I do. If we don't, we don't. Yeah. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Uh, she's, she's, she's the one I pick. Yeah, I pick her for Unforgiven. That's my choice. Older, ooh. there. So that's my Unforgiven yep, choice. Sold. Yeah, I don't even have a, I don't have one that's even close to as good as that. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Uh, we know she was a uh, Catwoman in uh, Batman. So some known. Uh, yep. So I really like Anne Hathaway. I, I do. I like her leather. Uh, yeah. I say uh, have her uh, be the lead in the Matrix trilogy. Ooh, taking over for Keanu. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what? Maybe. 
if I stick with Keanu, I would think uh, John Wick. Oh, oh, I like that. Right? Yeah. Right? She's, de- I mean. she's, she's <laughs> definitely a Keanu. Because I could definitely see her being also in speed. Yes. Uh, this yeah, one she's got be- that neutral mask thing going for her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Another one that's probably tricky, Emma Watson. Yeah, that is tough. Right. Is there something like okay? So if we if we stick with let's say uh, like the mythical bullshit, the Harry Potter stuff, is there something in that realm that's main character male focused that Emma could kind of take over that? Yes, I think always... she could be uh, in Van Helsing as Van Helsing. Okay. Ooh, uh, I don't know. Blade. Yeah, I don't know. She be blade? Right? I I briefly thought that same thing. I think she could do the role, but I would rather see a black woman do it for whatever reason. Yeah, that's that's what I was kind of like. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah. I don't want. Yeah, Emma Watson. I wonder, can I put Emma Watson and fucking Emma Stone in a movie together? Yes, Face Off. Face Off. Yes. <laughs> God, two Emmas, one face. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, very big, uh, action actress. Mm. Um, fucking anything. I'm surprised she has yet to show up in a fucking Marvel movie yet. Right? Um, oh, jeez. I'm trying She's to think. She's my how... favorite actress of our generation, I think. I really I, like I, Jennifer Lawrence. I love her not only for her acting, but how she is. Like in real life, mm-hmm. like she's just like she's so fucking real and quirky. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Like if yeah. there was if there was one actress I could fucking end up with, I would want to be Jennifer right? Lawrence. Yeah, it was the most crushing thing in the world to find out. And congratulations to her. I'm happy for her, et cetera, and so forth. Um, I've never I've never had a celebrity crush before. It's it's totally new to me. Um, it's the first time in my life I was ever disappointed to find an actress was married and having a baby. Right. Oh no, I would say both uh, with you, man. Yeah. Like maybe it's it's, it's the only chance. time it's ever happened to me. I'm just like, oh, I mean, like, good for her, but damn it. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, see, the, the the chance I definitely had just <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, why did I make that phone call? Yeah. And then the thing is, like, this. So I've had celebrity crushes in my life. This is yeah. the first one that's my age. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of it. It's like age appropriate crush. Like, like, I'm not seeing her crushing on somebody who's now in like their fifties. This is somebody who's like, maybe like, right. We could have gone to school together. She is younger than me. She's your age. 1990. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, uh, that being said, I think you could put her in almost any role that like Jackie Chan was in, in the nineties, like rush hour or, Ooh, Something like, like that, like a buddy cop movie. I think she'd nail it. God, like a Shanghai noon. Yeah. God, yes. You know what would be cool now that I'm thinking about it? Um, actually, you know what? I, it might be too young. But if you take, like, okay, let's say number one, like Scarlett Johansson here. If you take her, you take Angelina Jolie, um, or Charlize Theron, I think is kind of like around that. She's a little bit yeah. older actress. Mm-hmm. Um, if I scroll up, maybe Natalie Portman's around that same age, maybe a little right. bit younger. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine a fucking Expendables? Oh, that'd be great. Right? I would enjoy that a lot. Yeah. God. 
Megan Fox, I don't see why people like her so much. Yeah. Mm. Who are you? Last one, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. She's another one she could play just about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I mean, that's the joke, right? Because she, she was in like Ghost in the Shell or whatever and whatever. Mm-hmm. I, okay, here's my pitch. Uh, put her in Die Hard. Okay. As, Fucking as, uh, as, uh, what's his name? McLean? Murtaugh? Man, in the wrong franchise? Are you talking about Lethal Weapon or Die Hard? Oh, I'm talking about Die Hard. I confused the two just now. So you're talking about, uh, John McLean? John McLean, thank you. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Ever be, uh, Gene, Gene McLean. <laughs> Yippee Kaye. Motherfuck. Yeah. Like it. I was wondering, like, if I was like, can I think of one I can use for Die Hard? But, like, no one hits me, but you know what? Scarlet would be a good one. As, like, as like an individual, yes. I just yeah. really want that all-female Expendables fucking movie now. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Same. Yeah. Way better than, like, what was it, like, Ocean's 13 or whatever it was? Yeah, that garbage. It's or weird Ocean's to think, like, eight or... like it, it's weird to think, like, in my mind that she's only fucking five years older than me. I thought she was older than me. Like, right? by more. Yeah. But she's not. She's, like, not even 40 yet. And I'm seeing her thing, like, oh, she could be in the Expendables, where everyone's, like, in their 60s. Mm-hmm. So, now well, I think it blew my chance of her ever fucking being a guest on the show, but... <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, uh, Joe, uh, before we wrap up and everything, I almost totally fucking forgot. Uh, what would you freaking bring back? What would I freaking bring back? I actually figured this out right before the show started. Oh, excellent. Um, uh... About a year and a half before COVID, uh, BC, um, <laughs> we, uh, uh, my, my, Maddie used to work at a, um, a food testing laboratory. They would, you know, mm-hmm. make sure things were safe to eat. And so, uh, a lot of the stuff that was, went through this place was, um, candy. Yeah. So she would come home with extras of a lot of stuff that, that, uh, you know, otherwise would have to be thrown away. And one of the things I got to try, was the jalapeno M&M's. Um, mm, okay. They are really good and, and literally disappeared the same day I went out to go try to find some to buy them. And now they don't exist anymore. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you can find them online, unopened or whatever, but yeah, they just they just don't exist. So I would really like to have them bring back jalapeno M&M's. I really like them. Please bring them back. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I never, never thought that that would be something I'd want to try. So I never had them. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, spicy sweet stuff. So it was a good combination for me. What about you? What would you bring back? Uh, I would. Yeah. So huge fan of old time drinks that are fucking gone. You know, I've done, you know, like the Snapple elements and mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, High C Echo Cooler. Yes. The Ghostbusters theme fucking high C green drink that uh was fucking huge in the nineties. Um it came back as like a promotional thing for some kind of contest back in uh twenty twenty one when the new Ghostbusters came out. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but uh it hasn't really officially been out and available for purchase and stuff in such a fucking long time. And, uh, it's just like, there was something about it that I just fucking loved. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't the original high C flavor. It was a tangerine, 
but there was just a different feel to it. And like, and I'm not even talking about like, you know, like the jug where you screw the top off. I want that fucking can. You have to pop a hole on each side just to pour out of the fucking can. Like that's the high C echo cooler I fucking want back. I don't, I don't think I've ever had that. Oh, it's amazing. It's a, uh, it's also a nice way to get a uh, pineapple juice in a different way. Oh, nice. I do love pineapple yeah. juice. Who doesn't love pineapple juice? Mm-hmm. God's it's God's it's God's juice. Yeah. From from what I hear. I'll, I'll... <laughs> Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? I am freaking thinking about uh just sort of on the topic of uh of um women's history month and things. I learned so I, I grew up listening to a lot of Pete Seeger with uh with um Uncle Kevin and, and stuff. And I I've, I've really liked Pete Seeger all my life. And mm-hmm. I recently found out uh, he has a, a half-sister who is also a musician. Um, I got to look up her. Uh, Peggy. Her name is Peggy Seeger. Uh, and she sings about a lot of the same stuff, but she does it from a woman's perspective. And she is fantastic. So if you're looking for something new to listen to and you like folk music, go look up Peggy Seeger. Um, I've been listening to a lot of stuff. I really enjoy it. So that's, that's what I'm freaking thinking about this week. What? What about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, honestly, I'm just looking forward to this weekend, having it off. Uh, it's my first time this year to have three straight days off in a row. Nice. Uh, usually I'm like 24 hours off or 36 hours off work. Um, on the rare occasion, maybe twice or three times, I've had two consecutive days off, but... Um, I get I get the rest of the day off. I got Saturday off, Sunday off. I don't gotta be at work until Monday evening. So uh, I'm taking the opportunity to get some of the shit around my house finally done that I needed to do, like clean. Um, Saturday I'm gonna try to hit Steam Hollow for uh, their Irish Fest. I'm hoping I can you know get some people to meet up with me and we can go do that. Uh, Sunday I'm not quite sure yet, but it's gonna be a lot of uh, you know just taking the opportunity to. Enjoy what I can of the free time I have. So, not a whole lot, not too, not not nothing too exciting. Just a uh, house shit. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yes. Every week, our listeners catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But of course, this show's only about an hour long, and that's not enough Cartoon Joe for our listeners. So, if we want to give our listeners more Cartoon Joe, where can they go? Yeah, if you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Guys, make sure you check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching this freaking show. You can find our show when they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Stitcher, just by searching this freaking show. Again, thank you to Ballwash, Audible.com, and Carter Comics for being sponsors of our great show. And pick up your This Freaking Show merchandise at tpublic, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot com. Support the podcast by doing so. Uh, trust me, the merchandise there is phenomenal, and uh, it's quite widespread. So uh, stock up on all your amazing This Freaking Show merch at tpublic.com. Just by searching this freaking show or TFS or Freaknet, however you want to find it, it is there. Uh, make sure you keep uh, updated on our Facebook and stuff as we uh, start doing more things throughout the year. When work's not getting too crazy, life's not doing, doing uh, getting crazy. 
We are still working on the uh, the FreakNet book club. That is still going to be a thing that's going to come out as soon as we get the logistics of it done and the free time to do so. I think we're going to change it up a little bit. I think we agreed. I'm not quite sure about maybe not so much doing a Patreon right now, but maybe doing like the book club through Discord or something like that. Uh, yeah. Discord is fairly new to this freaking show, so I'm still trying to figure that out. But if you guys are interested in being part of the book club, Message us at Facebook, This Freaking Show, or email us at thisfreakingshowyahoo.com. Let us know. We'll let you know what the Discord uh, fucking thing is so you can join, so we can figure out what book we want to do and how we want to kind of get that going. Uh, Cemetery Tour is still coming. A lot of stuff. Uh, Cartoon Joe mentioned to me, and I think it's a great idea, uh, Between during the time of Lent this year, we're going to do some fish sandwich rankings, uh, so we'll get that kind of planned out, hopefully released here in the uh, coming weeks or something like that. Um, shit's doable, it's just time just needs to be perfect for us. So, make sure you guys stay tuned for all the amazing stuff going on. Make sure you go to YouTube, search FreakNet Studios, subscribe to it, check out the amazing videos we currently have, and make sure you hit the notification bell for when new videos get dropped. Guys, that is all I have. So, as always, I am Travis Day. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.